Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness, live from the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education for more than 25 years, lakeland.edu. See Sparky Five with you, Sam Schmitz, executive producer, other side of the glass. Rami Makhlouf and the Rami Show comes up here at 3 o'clock. You'll be here about 40, 45 minutes or so. We'll find out what's coming up on his show. Uh, we're going to get to... Uh, a fun topic, something fun and different. You know, I get this hour every day, and I like sometimes to just do some fun topics, a lot of caller interaction and social media and all that stuff, something fun and goofy that doesn't take a lot of brain power um, necessarily. So we'll do that coming up in a little bit. But before that, I, I want to just vent a little bit maybe on Matt LaFleur and Mike Boonholzer. Because we really haven't talked about it. And I don't really know if there's a topic per se or how to form a topic question for it. So since I can't figure out a way to form a question around it, I'm just going to vent a little bit. And then if you want to uh, add to it, you can tweet at uh, 1250 AM, the fan. You can dial it up, 414-799-1250 if you want to add to what I'm saying. So Matt LaFleur has won... Divisions. Matt LaFleur has taken his team to two conference championships back to back and fallen short. Didn't get to the Super Bowl. Matt LaFleur has uh, dealt with all the Aaron Rodgers drama since the Jordan Love pick all of last year, has dealt with more with more of this drama here in the offseason. And I think, based on reports, that he has essentially. Two years left on his deal, this year and next year. Mike Boonholzer has led the NBA in wins uh, while coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. Mike Boonholzer has been the coach of Giannis being MVP. He's 
been the coach of Giannis being defensive player of the year. He's been coach of Chris Middleton being an all-star. He's had a lot of success. Now, if we're going to talk about who do I like better, I'll take Matt LaFleur. Uh, obviously, even though Boonholzer won a championship, uh, I, I I still prefer LaFleur probably to Boonholzer because I still am going to have issues with Boonholzer coaching one way or the other. I'm sure next season I can all but guarantee it. But that doesn't take away from what he's done, which is win a championship for the first time, you know, since Lou Alcindor. What I'm struggling with is why has Mike Boonholzer not received a contract extension? Like, why haven't they paid him and extended him? I, I don't understand. What what exactly are you waiting for here? What What is the holdup? I mean, we are going on, what, about a month? Has it been a month? When, when's a month from when they won this thing? Four weeks, and it's been about four weeks. So about a month. Yeah. So it's been about a month since you won the championship, and the man still is sitting on the same contract. Now, I understand that Mark Lazary may or may not have liked Boonholzer, may or may not have had names on a list of who he may want to replace Boonholzer with during the course of the season, maybe even during the course of the bowl season of kind of who he wanted to bring in to coach his basketball team. Because remember, this was done under Wesley Edens when he was the governor in charge of the Milwaukee Bucks, and now it's Mark Lazary. Lazary, the one who went and got Jason Kidd. So, I realize that he may not have wanted Boonholzer going forward. This is going to be a very, very, very bad look on this organization if you do not give him a contract extension. Very bad look. And I don't mean extend him by a year. I mean give him a contract extension. Two years, three years extension. Now, Leroy say give him an extension for as long as Giannis's contract is. I don't think you have to go that far. But give him a couple of years added on to the year that he has left. So he has three more years guaranteed. You can't have this man going into this season without a contract extension. He should be rewarded for the success they've had as a team and individual success of the players that he and his coaching staff have coached along the line. And yet I sit here still with nothing. Not a word, not a peep. Maybe I missed it. You can tell me. Maybe Eric Name put it somewhere that, hey, oh yeah, they're working on a contract stack. It's going to be for two or three years of this much money. Maybe it was a news and note in one of his articles on The Athletic. Maybe that's where it was and I missed it. I've seen nothing about Boonholzer getting an extension from anybody. Meanwhile, in Green Bay, again, Matt LaFleur, Multiple conference championship games and an MVP performance by Aaron Rodgers in Matt LaFleur's offense or a version of Matt LaFleur's offense. When you hired Matt LaFleur, the belief was, based on the reporters covering the story, was that he was being hired for the quarterback after Aaron Rodgers, maybe even more so than with Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers himself didn't have really all that great of a year the year previous. You can give credit to LaFleur if you like. You can give uh, no credit to LaFleur if you like. 
But if we're going to give credit to Budenholzer for the job that Giannis has done since he's been there, and the fact that Middleton became an all-star, if we're going to give Bud credit for all of that, then you have to give LaFleur credit somewhat for Rodgers winning the MVP. And he's got a couple years left. Again, I don't understand this either. I don't get it. Anytime when you're talking about an organization that has a coach, which is deemed to be one of the better coaches in the NBA. Now, in Bud's case, I don't know how he's viewed around the NBA. I have no idea. But you win a championship. There's not many varied people that can say they've won an NBA championship as an, as an NBA head coach. So whether you like him or whether you don't, facts are facts. And he deserves to get paid and get the extension. Craig Council, correct me if I'm wrong. Have we ever gotten close to Craig Council being a free agent at any point? Ever? Or has David Stearns always taken care of Craig Council and made sure he was taken care of? I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm forgiving. You can correct me if I am wrong, but I don't remember ever going, boy, I, I, I can't believe they haven't extended Council yet. Oh, boy. They take care of him. They always take care of him. Why? Because Council's one of the better managers in Major League Baseball. That's why. Because it's a no-brainer. Easy. No thinking involved. They just take care of him. But yet, with the Bucs, and that's the number one issue that I have, more so than even LaFleur and Green Bay, this thing should have been done within, well, definitely within four weeks. I mean, you win it. And in my mind, again, regardless of what Lazary thinks of this dude, in my mind, it's hey, bud, we you know we got let's let's extend you, let's make sure you're taken care of, let's get you some more money than what we're paying you now, get you a nice raise, and make sure you and the crew who we have under long-term deals, you have Giannis under a long-term deal, you have Drew Holiday, you have Chris Middleton, the core is together. It's not like Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay where this may be the last year. Then you don't know who it's going to be after that. From that aspect, I kind of see that. But the logic the entire time has been the same. Has it not? It's been the same thing. The exact same thing. Over and over again, the same slate. Which is, if you win a championship, you get paid. If you win consistently, you should get paid. That's normally how it's been the whole time. And unfortunately, that's not what is happening right now. And I do not understand why that's why that's the case. I, I, I just, I don't get it. I do not understand it. Speaking of the Bucs, the NBA Christmas schedule uh, has just been released four minutes ago. Sam, have you seen the uh, NBA schedule? Atlanta at the Knicks is the 11 a.m. tip game on Christmas. The Bucks are playing at 1.30 in the afternoon on ABC on Christmas Day, home. So if you want to spend Christmas Day at Pfizer Forum, here's your opportunity. Home against the Boston Celtics. Sam, that does nothing for me. Nothing. 
Really? Nothing at all. Celtics does not does I I nah, it does nothing. I mean, every time they match up, it seems to be a lot better than I think we always expect it to be. Yeah, I guess. We I remember am. Jason Tatum banking in the game-winning shot last year in like what one of the first 15 games of the season yep i don't to me though it's just i agree they could have gone with a better matchup i rather would have had bucks in phoenix rematch of the nba finals i i think i rather would have done that if we're going to do this or another christmas day rematch with the philadelphia 76ers like another eastern conference uh titan i guess right yep uh golden state at phoenix four o'clock they listen if you don't believe in golden state you're not an NBA TV executive because it's clear as day that the NBA, ABC, ESPN, TNT, all think Golden State is going to be really good this year based on where they're putting them. So Golden State at Phoenix, 4 o'clock tip on ABC. 7 o'clock tip, their prime time game, the game that they're going to talk about leading up to all day, involves neither NBA final scene, neither one. Involves the teams they wanted in the NBA Finals last year and couldn't get either one of them there. Brooklyn at the Lakers, a 7 o'clock tip. And then a 9.30 tip in a game nobody will care about, uh, probably. Dallas at Utah. That will be the 9.30 tip. Some Luka love. You maybe want to watch Luka. But there's a, to me, again, after that Laker-Nets game, it's going to be nighty-night to bed you go on Christmas Day. I'm bitter about this, too. And I realize the Bucs open the season, if you haven't heard yet, open the season, first game of the NBA season will involve the Milwaukee Bucks, a 6.30 tip on TNT, home against the Brooklyn Nets on Tuesday, October 19th. That will be the first game of the year. The second game, as I told you before, they love Golden State. The Warriors will be at the Lakers in the second game of that doubleheader at 9 o'clock. And then the rest of the slate uh, will tip off uh, the next night. So the Bucs get the first game on TV against the Nets. And I'll tell you right now, if I had to set a spread on that game, providing all everybody is healthy, I bet you the Nets will be favored by six to six points. Five or six points would be my guess. Even though it's in Milwaukee and the whole deal. That's that's how it's gonna go. And on top of it, you're gonna have a Nets team because they're all keep talking about it. Blake Griffin was talking about it. I think Duran has brought it up. All these guys. You're going to have a Nets team out to prove a point on opening night against the Bucs. Like, they're going to try and run these boys out of the gym on opening night to prove a point about last year's, about this last season's playoffs. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So if the Bucs can't match that intensity on the 19th, it could be a long night for Bucs fans. Not an indicator of how the rest of the season's going to go, so there should be no overreaction, but... I'm telling you right now, that is going to be a game that they're they're definitely going to want. So there you go. Bucks open the season uh, number one uh, against the Nets in Milwaukee, and they get Christmas Day in Milwaukee as well. So if you're working at Pfizer Forum, get ready to work on Christmas Day. And oh, by the way, the Green Bay Packers play on Christmas Day as well. Correct, Sam? So I think the Packers do the Packers play first on Christmas or play second on Christmas Day. Is that when uh, the Christmas Day game is? As I'm looking at the uh, schedule. Pretty sure the Packers play on Christmas Day, and I think yeah. they play... The Cleveland Browns. A later game on Christmas Day, don't they? Yeah, at 3.30, and then it's Colts and Cardinals at 7.15. So, nobody cares about the Colts-Cardinals game, probably. But the Packers, maybe that's... I wonder if the Bucks had a say in what time they play on Christmas Day. You think? 
Maybe the Bucs said, we don't want to be against the Packers. We'll go early and then let the Packers play. As a sports fan in the state, you're ecstatic. I get to watch the Bucs play the Nets and then hang around and watch the Packers play after that. If you're a sports fan, you absolutely love uh, Christmas Day here in 2021. No question about it. All right, uh, so coming up next, we're going to do the fun topic that I wanted to do. And if we're in order for this to work, it's going to take interaction. Y'all are going to have to call. You're going to have to tweet. Because if not, uh, it's going to be a complete flop, and it's not going to work. It's going to be a complete failure. I'm just going to be honest with you because I'm by myself. So we've got Sam Schmidt. He'll have some ideas, too. So news came out yesterday that the Peacock uh, app or whatever it is uh, has decided that they are going to make a TV series around the movie Field of Dreams. They're going to produce a TV series around that movie. Now, Tim Allen, who does the Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin postgame show, and he'll be on again tonight after Brewers Cardinals, has told me for years that he thinks that Field of Dreams should have a second Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams 2. I always ask him, like, what do you think is going to happen in the second one? Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll see what happens in the corn in the second one. Yeah. So I don't know how this TV series is going to play or what it's going to be about or how the whole storyline necessarily is going to go. But it brought something to mind. What movie would you want to see a TV series made of? It could be a sports movie. It could be a regular movie. Whatever the case may be. What movie would you want to see a full-fledged TV series made out of? Like they're going to do Field of Dreams. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. You can also tweet us uh, at 1250 a.m. The fan. Welcome back. It is Sparky's Midday Madness. Rami Makloff and the Rami Show comes up here at 3 o'clock. And looking forward to hear what's on his show. In case you missed it, coming up tomorrow on the Wendy's Big Show. Uh, we'll talk with Rick Hummel from St. Louis Post-Dispatch at 1035. Talk about the Cardinals. Hopefully the Brewers get a win tonight. That would be a good way to talk to him about that tomorrow. Ben Fennel, NFL Network, one of the best film analysts you're going to find. 1135 tomorrow. And then at 1235, former Bucks GM, uh, now Director of Player Personnel for the Golden State Warriors, Larry Harris, uh, will join us. Uh, good, close, personal friend of the show and has been for years since he was in Milwaukee. So talk to him at 1235 tomorrow. All right, so Field of Dreams is reportedly turning into a, a TV series on Peacock, uh, which leads to this question. What movie would you want to see be turned into a TV series? Warrior Poet tweets at uh, 12.50 a.m. The fan says, I'd watch a major league TV show. would have to be on HBO, not network TV, so it could be R-rated. There is something to that, obviously. There is uh, something to uh, some of these movies uh, because of language and everything else of where it would have to be on an app or on HBO or whatever. I think Major League is a good one. That was one of the ones that came to mind. Now, for instance, the Mighty Ducks movie. I, I'm scared to go to Sam Schmidt to see if he's watched Mighty Ducks after we, he didn't watch Lion King. You have seen the Mighty Ducks? Oh, yeah. You have? Classic. Classic. Beautiful. Okay. So on the Disney app... They have Mighty Ducks Game Changers, which is now a TV series as well on uh, the series. And Emilio Estevez is in that TV series as well. He's one of the main characters, so they continue that on. I'm here to tell you it's fantastic. They did a great job uh, with Game Changers and continuing the story and where they pick up the story years and years later and so forth. Uh, They did a fantastic job. So we've seen it happen 
uh, and be done correctly, in my opinion. I think that was done correctly. Now the question is, if they're going to do Field of Dreams, which I I seriously question how good this is actually going to be. I, I can't, in my brain, wrap my head around how this is going to work going forward. But what movie would it be for you? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250AMTheFan. I'll give you one. Draft day. Kevin Costner. You go through the whole process. You draft the Cleveland Browns team. You get those guys, the whole deal. Then the, the TV show should take it from there going forward. Or tell what happened you know with those guys and then you start back over with a new a new class or whatever and then you have the trade negotiations throughout the season the the idea of free agency and trying to sign free agents to come play in Cleveland um the whole Cleveland lifestyle and how rabid the fans are in Cleveland and that all makes good sense as to how that would work moving forward i, I think that's really good uh, Moneyball, that's another one. Now, Moneyball was based off a true story, kind of, sort of. Uh, I guess it's really not all that true. There was a lot of fiction uh, to that to that whole thing. But it was based around the Oakland Athletics uh, going in and using Moneyball with Billy Bean as GM uh, and using that going forward throughout the year and then eventually losing in the playoffs uh, at the end of the day. So that would be another one. You could take that Moneyball storyline and take that forward. I think a lot of times for sports, it's easier to move uh, a TV or a movie into a TV show because you just pick it up from wherever it ends and fast forward into time with it. So from that aspect, I think it's easy. All right, 414-799-1250. What movie would you want to see made into a TV show? Trav and Brown Deer, you're next on the Wendy's, uh, not the Wendy's Big Show, on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Trav? How's it going, bud? Uh, the Bad News Bears. Ooh, Bad News Bears. So how would the storyline continue? The storyline would continue, you know, it's like they're the worst team making theirs, but, you know, during our times with social justice, hey, they, they come together and they win. And yeah. the producers can take it from there. And yeah. may, maybe they uh, go to major leagues. Oh, you mean so some of them maybe make the big leagues. So, you know, you could have them go through high school, college, or guess or whatever, or through the minor leagues. Some right. of those kids for, are in the for, minor for, leagues. From, from, yeah, from, from, yeah, from T-Ball, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, Trav, I'm down with that. I'm, I'm okay with that. Bad news, Bears. Uh, maybe one that you could maybe play forward. The other part of this, too, is, like, originally I thought the movie Grease. But everybody's so old. Like, it would be very difficult to fast forward and try and recreate that because that was based on a certain time and era. That would be probably more difficult to do. Sam, what would it be for you? What movie would you want to see into a TV show? Warrior Poet kind of stole my thunder. I I think a major league TV series would make too much sense. I think that'd be very entertaining as well. But I'll give you another one. Have you seen the Benchwarmers? Uh, I have seen the Benchwarmers. Yes, I feel a long like time ago. you could maybe kind of squeeze that into a TV series. I feel like that'd be very entertaining with David Spade and all those group of characters. But um, I don't know, maybe a different one. If we're not talking sports, I feel like it'd be cool to make a, you know, kind of like a mob movie slash genre into a TV series. So maybe like Godfather like, for the old Godfather. No, well, I was thinking maybe like Goodfellas. Ooh, Goodfellas would be another or, one. Or, I don't know, you could probably, I mean, Pulp Fiction's already into a couple chapters. You could probably make that into a TV series. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't, don't mind that necessarily as far as um, how you take those storylines going forward. It's funny because 
sometimes you have a TV show that goes really good, and then they try and make a movie, like Sex in the City. That was a TV show for a long time that had a lot of success, and then eventually they broke off and took Sex in the City uh, and m- made that into a movie. Uh, and it, it gained popularity. Do you remember uh, Wicket, Mike Wicket, who was here back in the day doing the morning show? Wicket went to go see the Sex in the City movie and smuggled in little bottles of wine and alcohol into the movie theater, him and all the females that went with him, uh, to go see the whole Sex in the City thing. And that those things were packed, th- that was. So you've seen it work from TV show to movie. Movie to TV show, Probably a little bit more challenging, not done as much. Let's go to Don in Bayview. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. So, Field of Dreams is going into a TV show, TV series. What other movie would you want to see turn into a TV series, Don? Hey, Sparky. Long time. Yeah, what's going on? Th- thank you. Thank you for everything. Sure. Um, I would do Blade Runner. See, I don't think I've ever seen that one. So what's the premise of that one? It's a sci-fi classic, uh, Harrison Ford. And Rucker Hauer, and um, there's a, so there was replicants made to like serve mankind. Okay, but they ended up being too ingenious, and they turn against human race. And so Harrison Ford has to ter- he's one of the like he terminates the replicants. But the but the the sci-fi landscape is, is just amazing. Uh, and you have you first you got to watch it. It's one of the best sci-fi movies ever. There's and, uh, really, could, I mean, there's really not a ton of sci-fi TV series, are there? There are. I, you know, that's not my genre. Like, um, I could probably think about some, but um, I'm not a big head, sci-fi like, guy myself. I'm just thinking of like commercials and stuff I see on TV. I don't see a ton of commercials for a bunch of sci-fi TV series from time to time. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. All right. So again, what movie would you want to see turn into a TV series? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. The Fan. Hey, one of the nation's leading expedited freight companies since 1991. They're looking for some help. They're looking for you to team up with them. Not work for them. Team up with them. You heard my guy Ollie in Houston called in earlier uh, during the Wendy's Big Show. Have you ever thought about becoming your own boss? Well, now's the time. Maybe it's time to join the Young Express team. Live a stress-free lifestyle. Put the windows down. Turn up the radio and drive, baby, drive, and get paid for it, too. Why Young Express? Well, they have a 24-7 dispatch team. They're extremely dedicated and take it very personal to keep drivers moving. At Young Express, you can go over the road one week and then drive local the next week. Plus, you can mix it up, local, regional, or nationwide. Now, again, the farther you drive, the more money that you can make. Minimal investment in your own vehicle, Young Express will provide you all the training necessary for you to become a successful transporter of expedited freight. 99% no-touch freight, so you're going to be some big hulking dude in order to do the job. The freight is loaded and offloaded for you, so all you have to do is drive. They're looking for full-time, independent contractors. Join the Young Express team today. You can find them at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express. Success drives them. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan. Broadcasting live from the Lakeland University Studios. Leader in online education for more than 25 years. Lakeland.edu. Doing something fun here. Just talking about what movie would you want to see turned into a TV series. As apparently the Peacock uh, app or network or whatever you want to call them. Uh, is going to turn Field of Dreams into a TV series. That is the plan. 
So asking you based off of that, what movie would you want to see? A sports movie or not? It doesn't really matter to me which movie it is. I'm just curious to hear the ideas that you may have uh, as far as what movies would work. 414-799-1250. Listening on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y is Justin in Minnesota. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Justin? Hey, Sparky. Yeah, um, one thing I was thinking of is either like a, the original Mad Max movies with uh, Mel Gibson or... I think the recent one with uh, Tom Hardy and um, I can't remember her name, Charlie Theron. I, I didn't see the recent but, one. Was that any good? Yeah, that was very, very good. And I think that would almost be, you could have a little bit more opening for a TV show because you could see, um, they kind of talk a little bit about what, like what happened with her before that got her, got her to kind of rebel against Morton Joey, the character in the movie. But you could kind of see, when she was like kidnapped as a child up until when that movie happened. But so hmm. I think that would be something. And then I had an idea for when somebody mentioned Goodfellas, but I thought you could kind of take like four different seasons, like start with Paulie, the head guy and show him when he's younger and how he kind of became like the big wig in the organization. Right. And then start with uh, Robert De Niro when he's younger, have a season of him and then Joe Pesci and Ray Liotta and kind of, show them all on their rise up to where, you know, good fellas start. I, I like it. That's a great idea. That I, I really like it. See, it, I guarantee you there are people that are probably considering a lot of what we're talking about here today. Thanks for the call. Everybody is about making money, right? What's the other thing that happens in society today? Everything that was popular maybe with your parents eventually comes back and is cyclical, Right whether it's how people wear their hair, whether it's people that roll their jeans a certain way or whatever, uh, whether it's plaid or flannel or whatever, while it may go out of fashion, if you leave it in your closet long enough, it'll come back into fashion. And the one thing that we've seen a lot of lately is everybody trying to reboot TV series, right? Punky Brewster, they rebooted that one. Uh, What was the other one? Um, uh, Full House. Full House... uh, they did a reboot of that one where the kids are growing up and have their own kids now. So they did that one over again. You've seen a lot of that. They're trying to recycle and bring back uh, these different series that were popular back in the 80s and 90s and trying to make them popular again with people that used to watch it that were younger that are now older uh, and are the, the spenders in their house, I guess you could say, right? Those people are in their 40s and 50s uh, that watch those shows. You could do the same thing, same idea, like you're doing for Field of Dreams that came out, what was it, 89 or whatever it was, late 80s, and turning that into a TV series. Here's another good one. Brian Menzel tweets at uh, Sparky Radio, I'd love to see Bull Durham made into a TV show following the teams uh, throughout a season. No question. Absolutely. That's another good one. Now, again, the only issue there is is that you have uh, people that are getting up there in age. I mean, if you saw Kevin Costner, walk out for Field of Dreams, you can see how much older, you know, he looks. The aging process does not stop. You can do plastic surgery. You can do all that fun stuff to try uh, and avoid the aging process. Uh, But by the end of the day, uh, you're going to be old. Man, there's not much you can do to hide it. There's just not. So that one will be a little bit more difficult unless uh, you took the character that played the pitcher. How old is he? You know, he'd be old too. Um, I'm trying to think who in that movie was younger that still wouldn't be really old by this point in Bull Durham. See, that really is the catch. You know, we start talking about making TV series. Well, you have got to find a main character that you can ride with uh, to make into a TV series. 
that's that's the biggest thing. Now, for this Field of Dreams thing, I haven't seen the the idea behind it, but Costner could essentially be a grandpa now, right, in this TV series. So he was a dad in the movie. Now he can play the role of a grandpa and take it forward from there. Alex in Tosa, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What movie would you want to see turn into a TV show, Alex? I would love to see The Departed. Ooh. I think you could go with, like, ten different angles and kind of have it all culminate with that end where everybody kind of gets together and see the build-up to where they all came from. So that's just something that I would like to see. Also, Days of Thunder, I think, would be a funny one as uh, well. That's a good one, too. Days of Thunder. Love that movie. I've seen that movie, like, 20 times. Thanks for the call, Alex. Days of Thunder is another one. That's the the NASCAR movie uh, with Tom Cruise in it. Again, we're back to having old dudes uh, again, having to play parts. But in this case, you know, maybe Tom Cruise is the owner of a NASCAR team and you kind of go something through something similar of, uh, you know, tracking this young racer and then training him up uh, throughout a NASCAR season to develop and so forth. Then you have the crusty old veteran driver uh, as well that's, you know, bumping him and pushing him into and shoving him into walls and rubbing his race and get with the program. And yeah. I could, that would make sense because again, Cruz is still acting and all of that. He He's old, but not too old to play the owner of a NASCAR team. Put him in the role of like a, a Richard Childress or somebody like that into that role. Let him do that. I know one guy that would love to see that would be Jeff Orlovsky, uh, our guy that did a uh, file inspection for a number of years. I'm sure he would love to see uh, a racing series of some sort. Because if you think about it, we really have never seen. Uh, racing series uh, TV show based around racing. We've seen reality shows based around racing um, over the last 20 years. We've seen that, and some have been more successful than others, but we've seen that. We've never actually seen a scripted TV show uh, based around the sport of racing, and I I, I think that could be a lot of fun. Like that uh, show, what was it called, Sam? Ballers? Was that the one with The Rock in it? Was that what the name of it was? Ballers? I think so. I think that was the name of it, Sam. Uh, let me look here. Yeah, I'll have to look. I don't think Sam saw it. I think that's why. Yeah, Ballers. That was the name of it. Um, that was a very popular show. Now, again, that could have been a movie like at any given Sunday and then turn into uh, a TV series. Have you ever seen that one, Sam? Uh, Sam's not listening. Sam is looking at Rami's phone while Rami's in there distracting him uh, for my show. So there you go. Uh, all right. So when we talk about um, the different ones that you can go and different ways you can go, I, I, I think another one uh, that you could turn into, uh, possibly turn into a TV series when you think about it uh, at the end of the day, are some of these different uh, basketball movies, uh, like the Ray Allen movie, right? Where he's Jesus uh, in that movie. You could take that um, and take that to the next level, uh, right? Where now he's growing up, his dad probably is dead by this point or whatever else. Uh, and now you have him growing up as a dad, and now maybe his kid uh, is is the troublemaker, uh, and he's got to deal with his kid, uh, kind of the exact rever- uh, reversal of roles, I guess, than his dad. All right, Rami finally left, so now Sam can listen to the show. I was asking you earlier, Sam, while Rami was talking to you, uh, Baller, did you ever see that TV show uh, with The Rock? No, but I'm familiar with it. Yeah, that that that's kind of like an any given Sunday deal where you could take that any given Sunday uh, type storyline and uh, those characters. Pacino's really old, so he he wouldn't necessarily fit. But uh, Jamie Fox, you could take that and adapt that movie into a TV series as well. 
where you have Jamie Foxx maybe now gets into a role of running a front office and getting to be that guy that hires a head coach, or maybe Jamie Foxx is a head coach uh, and now goes through similar type uh, of situations of a veteran quarterback versus this young up-and-comer, cocky young quarterback, and just change the roles. That's usually how these movies work well when you start talking about doing reboots with TV shows or part two or part three of movies, they put them into the roles of maybe what their adversary was in uh, in the original series. That, to me, at least, is the best way to go about it. All right, Rami Makhlouf is here, is ready. We'll find out what he has to say about his show coming up, and we'll see if he actually uh, has a movie that he'd like to turn into a TV series. That's next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Sparky's Midday Madness here on 1250 AM. The Fan, this segment uh, of Sparky's Midday Madness, brought to you by Jim Dandy, South 27th Street in Oak Creek. I think we might be going there for dinner tonight. I think that might be happening. Ooh. We were supposed to be having shredded barbecue chicken in the crock pot. What happened? We energies took our power off. I took care of that. What do you mean they took your power out? They're doing work in our backyard. Like where where we live in our backyard is like a central hub, I guess, for Oak Creek for where they have everything. For you. And they're moving it. They had to move it so many feet or whatever. And they warned us months ago that, okay, we're gonna be doing this. We don't know when, but when we do, there may be periods where you may lose power. So so they told us it was could possibly happen. So today was the first time it's happened. They've been out there for a couple of days. Was the chicken in the crock pot? No. Before? Okay. No. Still in the refrigerator, thankfully. Uh, so I think we're going out to eat unless something changes. But, you know, if Kay decides we're not going out to eat, then we're not. I enjoy the best fish fry every Friday night plus $2.50 tacos tonight, Tuesdays. Uh, $17.95 prime rib dinner on Wednesdays and all-you-can-eat ribs on Monday. JimDandy'sGrill.com. Again, new ownership, new menu, those tomahawk steaks, unbelievable. Just go check them out. JimDandy'sGrill.com. You won't be disappointed. So you have no say in when, where, or what you eat. No, 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 no. No, you that's said if K decides. Yeah, well, I mean, you're K, not going out, if K isn't feeling well or, oh, okay. or is really right. tired or something, then okay. we'll probably just drive through Wendy's okay. and have that at home. Done. I thought you were saying like whatever the boss says. No, usually <laughs> what happens in our house is what do you, what do you want? Where do you want to go for dinner? I don't care. Uh, Logan, where do you want to go for dinner? Whatever mom wants. Babe, where do you want to go? Uh, uh, whatever. Whatever you want to do. And then you reel off 10 things, and they don't want to go to any of them. Mm. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, or sometimes she'll just be like, because she knows I like certain places, so she'll, she'll let me go. She may not like that place, but she'll be like, fine, we can go. And then, you know, See, I realize are, she there doesn't. Are some, there are some benefits to being cold and lonely. So, I mean, sometimes it's, sometimes she'll go, even though she knows she doesn't like it, she'll go just to make me happy so I can have it. So. There are benefits to being cold and lonely. I just, I'm hungry. What do you I can go eat? wherever you want. What do I want to eat? And then I answer that question to myself, and then I go get that. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. It's, it's but, but for me, but for me, but I, I also essentially kind of save money this way because you know if we're at eat? home. No, because oh, okay. I never cooked oh, when I was single. Yeah. You I remember? Know. No, I know. I ate out every yeah. meal. Yeah. Every meal. I know. Which is probably a good thing. That 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 cup of macaroni and cheese that you lit on fire, I took a picture of that and sent it to a friend of mine, yeah. told him the story. They thought that was so funny. Yeah, so this was a while back. <laughs> um, so it was during the pandemic. So thankfully, there wasn't really anybody here. Uh, so I had one of those Kraft Mac uh, and cheeses in the cup, right? So it's got the noodles, it's got a pack of cheese in it, and you rip off the top. And you pour water up to the line. You're supposed and then to you, pour water. Right, and then you put it yeah. into the microwave. Yeah. So I... I had never made one before. 
I just put it into the microwave and set it for three and a half minutes and walked away. So I go to the bathroom. I come back, and there's smoke billowing out of the break room. Just billowing. I'm like, oh, my God. And I could smell it. I was like, uh-oh. So I go run it up. I open it up. The mac and cheese is on fire on inside fire. of the microwave. It's literally on fire. On fire. Saw, have, did you tweet out a picture yeah. of that when yeah, it yeah. happened? That yeah. thing, you can tell. It was literally like a torch. Torch. Yeah. Yes, it was like somebody torch. It was a mac and Whole cheese thing's torch. on fire. How you not put water, dude? How exactly did you think it was going to cook with no water? Yeah, I wasn't thinking. I was just trying to eat quick and get out and get the, get the meal done before I had to go on the air. So, yeah. So, yeah, that happened. That's wild. Uh, yeah, that's why you don't want me cooking for you. That's wild. Uh, all right. What's coming up on the Rami Show at 3? Coming up on the Rami Show at 3 o'clock, Sparky. You don't uh, know, do you? I, I do. I don't have the rundown in front of me. So that's why I was a little bit concerned you didn't know. I figured Sam no, probably I put it know. together. and We got it. Yeah, you because know, there are some places, people will laugh at this. It's like here at our radio station, or at least for the big show. I don't know how Rami and Sam do it. But for the big show, and Rami's been a part of it, we have our show meeting call. Uh, and everybody pitches topics, and then we line it up with whatever we think is the best that day. And we'll be like, all right, we'll do this tomorrow or this the next day. And then sometimes we don't do it. But that that's normally how it works. Right. Now, there are other shows my guy. Uh, where- my guy Right here with the rundown. Nationally, for instance, where the producer will line up the show and hand it to the host when they come in. Yeah, they don't even know what and, they're talking about. That right, thing. and they this just, is what you're doing. Okay, go. And right. away you go. Guess that you don't know or whatever, and you sure. you just go. No, that's so, not how the Robbie show operates. So it, it's, no, that's not how the Robbie show operates. There are other shows where the producer never meets with the host, and the host just does what he wants, and the producer doesn't know until the, the host walks in and goes, this is what we're doing, here you go. So there's a lot of different ways of doing I it. I kind of would love a job like that. What? Where <laughs> you just walk in and start talking. Like you don't put any you don't put the prep in. You're not doing the meetings or any of the production about when and where. You just walk in and you just start talking. Uh, That'd be kind of cool. There are there are shows <laughs> in Milwaukee that do, do that. <laughs> there are that is not what I do. No. There are I, shows. I just you know. I've talked to people from other radio stations. Oh yeah, we don't do show meetings. What the hell is a show meeting? We don't do show meetings. What do you mean you do show meetings? What are you doing in the show meeting? I've had conversations with people at other radio stations over the years that they just yeah, literally walk in, I, sit down, and start talking. There are plenty of people in my life. The drive. I, 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 I'll give you an example real quickly. Real quick. Is it quick? I did a morning show with our boy Chuck Freeman back in the day. Mm. Right, I was filling in. Who was I filling in for? Who was here at that point? Wicked, uh, Wicked Bart? I don't know. Somebody. One of them. I think it was Bart. So I was filling in. And I go to Chuck. I go, Chuck. Here, here's my topics. This is what I'm kind of thinking. Ah, we'll, we'll be fine. We'll do this, this. Or we'll be good. Don't worry about it. Man, that night, I was puking my brains out at home. I was so nervous. This was like a couple of years ago. It was. It was before the pandemic. I was so nervous and scared that we weren't going to have a rundown. Like, there was nothing. We were just going to go. And he's like, all right, we'll be fine. Don't worry about it, Spark. And I was I was so nervous. Dude, I didn't sleep. I was puking. Kay's like, y- y- you're not doing well. No. I got up at like 3.30, whatever time it was, drove in here real early and just made the rundown. Like, I told you some people walk in and they hand you a rundown. That's what I did to Chuck. I came in. I made the rundown. said, Chuck, here we go. That's what we're going to do today. All right. Sounds good, Spark. We did a great show. It was a great show. We it was a, um, I thought it was a really, really good show. And so did Chuck. But I can't be one of those guys that do what you say. I can't come in, sit down, and go. Like, I have to be completely prepared. Otherwise, I feel like I'm going to screw everything up. I, you, I don't think you could do a show like this, at least not do it well, without planning and 
and and and knowing what's coming ahead of time. I don't think you could do it and do it well. I'm talking about like just a talking head job, like like one of these good looking people who just sits down in front of a camera, TV. And reads a teleprompter. TV is a different beast, oh, that'd though. Be so cool. TV is a way different beast mm-hmm. than radio. TV is way harder than For people sure. realize. For sure, way harder but I, than people realize. I'm, I'm you don't realize it. that there are people talking in your ear while you are talking. Yeah, there are people in radio. I'm used to that. People in radio, me, who can't handle that even in radio. And oh, really? You can't? I can to a degree, but but I did remember I did Fox Six back in the day on Friday nights for high school lights. And so I would start at a high school game for the six o'clock news. I would do a live hit at the six o'clock news on Fox Six, and then would get in my car after the first half of the first game, drive to another city for the second half of the second game, record an interview with the winning coach or whatever, and then that would be on the 10 o'clock news. Well, when I did the live hits on the 6 o'clock, you put the earpiece in. Tom Kurtz, uh, who's been around forever and is back at Spectrum News 1 now, um, he would be the guy that would like talk into my ear. And he'd be like, alright, Spark, 30 seconds. Alright, Spark, 10 seconds. Uh-oh, stretch, 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 stretch. And, and then you're having to keep talking about this high school game. Okay, that's that little, has, but that's it hasn't even much. It hasn't even started yet. So, that to me is what I mean. That's that's the difference in TV and radio. And radio, once in a while, you'd be like, go to caller two, or so-and-so's ready on the hotline, or break. That's about it. That's about the extent of it. TV, totally different beast. A lot of respect for anybody that does TV. All right, go We've ahead, We've talked Robin. about this before. I'd like to be a talk show host. I think I'd be a good... Not talk show host. Well, game, keep working at it. Game you'll, show get, you'll get there game, one day. Game show host is what I meant to say. I am a Game talk. show host? Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be real fun. I'd be really good at it, too. I think I'd be really, really good at it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to be a game show host or not. Awesome. It'd be great. It'd be so fun. Like Price is Right? Imagine being the host of The Price is Right. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be so great, wouldn't it? The Price You're... is Right. Sorry, but I just can't picture this right now. What, me as the host of The Price is Right? As a game show host? Yeah, yeah I can't picture that. I'd be a great that. game show host. I think you'd be a great talk show host. I'd be I'd be great at both, but I think He's I'd be a great game both. show host. What? Um... Oh, why? Man. Why the price is right? To work with the girls? Is that what it no, is? Because everybody's so happy. It's such a fun environment, and everybody. Oh, lo- you think that's what it's like in real life? And everybody loves you. Like you think that's what it's like. You yeah. think working that job is just happy go lucky? Yes. And Drew Carey is yeah. just oh, you give me boy. A long, this is such an easy job. This you is give me fun. One of those long microphones. Dude, come on, man. I just, I just have fun and play games with people. That is, you are sounding like a listener right now. You need to <laughs> stop. I'm here to tell you. There is no job in this in this media that is like that. I think it, there is. It may come across that way when you or, listen or watch something. Or uh, what's the one Nothing. Wayne Brady host? What's the one Wayne Brady hosts? Let's make a deal. Uh, let's make a deal. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, that'd be a fun job. That'd be so fun, wouldn't it? It's just a party, and everybody's happy, and everybody loves you. You're the you're the star. You're the life of the party. You know somebody out there that's been involved with TV shows. I'm not going to get into who it is. But you know a guy that was uh-huh. out there that was involved in TV shows. You should DM that person and be like, dude, can I just come hang out on set just to watch one of these game shows and just kind of see what it's all about? Just so you could see and get an idea of how okay, crazy how that is. How about this? What about being like the announcer guy on a game show? Now like that, Price is that, Right? That's an easy gig. Like Price the, is Right? Yeah, like the guy who goes, Steve Pfeiffer, come yeah. on down. Yeah. You're the next contestant on the Price is Right. Yeah. Rowdy, that Rowdy. Dude, yeah. yeah. That's an easy job, right? They're just giving, they're just handing yeah, you. Yeah, I don't think that's hard. No. Okay, give me that job. But you would need a deeper voice. I could do it. I could do an announcer voice. 
Go ahead. I'm good at reading without sounding like I'm reading. Like I could tell you how much the washer dryer is. Go ahead. You know what I mean? I don't, have a, scr- I don't have a script in front of me. I need a script. Washer Give dryer is $650. Give me a script. You have some live reads over there, don't you? Sure. <laughs> Here's a Wendy's live read. Go ahead. <laughs> Give it a shot. Um, um, see, you're putting me on the spot now. All right. That's what it's going to be when you're on TV. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. That's what it is when you're on TV. It's, you're going to be on the spot. Oh my God! Oh. <laughs> Rise, shine, and died for just one ninety nine. Right now at Wendy's, you can get a sausage or egg, bacon, egg, and Swiss croissant for just one ninety nine. So run down to Wendy's this a.m. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Get over to your Wendy's right now. Uh, you sound like you have a stuffed up nose, or something else is wrong with you. Right? I don't think that's <laughs> that going to work. That was good on the spot. You I have think to admit, if that you was go a good spot. back and listen to it, you'll no, be horrified. That was good. That um, was good. So coming up on the Rami show God. today. Anyways, I hope you don't do that again. Are we starting to see a ripple effect from the uh, Aaron Rodgers drama this offseason? We'll get into that right out of the gates. Cody Decker, my old buddy Cody Decker. Mm. I always love talking baseball with Cody. He'll beloved join me by Brewer fans at three thirty. He actually, I mean, if you can have a sense of humor, yeah, he is beloved by Brewers fans from Big Time Baseball and the BetQL Daily app. It's Tuesdays with Winkler. Bart Winkler joins me at four o'clock. Are you sure? And, uh, yes, yes. You I double checked. Texted. He him was this off morning. today. You know? I know. I texted him this morning. And Sparky, it's a Kim in the Void Judgment Day. What's a movie that you haven't seen that you are judged for not seeing? Ah, uh, poor Sam Schmitz. <laughs> it's the only reason you're doing it. Poor You don't know what we're talking about. Then you missed the Wendy's Big Show. Just listen when you hear Sam say that he hasn't seen it. Oh, a lot of movies. Because I'm not a big movie guy, so I haven't seen a lot of movies everybody else has seen. Like? Like, I haven't seen all the Godfathers. I saw the first one. None of them? Uh, the first one. But I haven't seen all. I didn't see like every one in the trilogy or I whatever mean, three, the case may you be. Can, you can probably get away with that. Yeah, I, I haven't seen all of them necessarily. But yeah, I think that's a good one. Now, what I was saying before you came in here, what movie would you want to see made into a TV series? Like apparently Peacock is making Field of Dreams into a TV series. I don't think that can be a TV series. I don't think so either. I'm very interested I'm not, to see. I'm not liking that. I'm intrigued. I want to see what it is. I think Kevin Costner has to play the grandpa or something. I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right, so what movie is it for you? Um, I heard some somebody called earlier and said The Departed. That yes. would be really good. I think any any like any like mobster, mafia, gangster movie, a good one, could probably be turned into a TV series because there, you can always like generate new storylines right. around the family or around the, the, the yep. gang. You know what I mean? There's there's never any shortage of ways to, 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 to make them interesting. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I, the... I think you could do The Godfather, you could do Goodfellas. Sam and I were talking about Goodfellas. I know you'd have that. to fast forward in time through all of those. Because a lot of those guys are either dead or uh, really, or you could really do prequels. old. You could do prequels. Like, they're about to come out with the... Now, this is a series that's kind of being turned into a movie. There's HBO is about to put out The Sopranos prequel, which is a two-hour movie about Tony Soprano growing up as the son of a mob boss. You're kidding me. No, and it looks real good. Go watch the preview. It looks real. So it's a one-off then. It's a real good. Yeah, it's a one-off. It's a, I think it's two so hours. So it's not going to turn this isn't going to turn into a series now no. that they're going to do. No, they just made a movie. Just a one-off. Yeah, David Chase, the creator of The Sopranos mm-hmm. made it. Um, but I have another one. Major League. Yep, that was Major League up. would be a really good TV series. Or at least you, it could be. Like I'm watching Ted Lasso right now and it's kind of like the same with with a mob movie where you have a locker room full of guys and endless possibilities for storylines and keeping things and for making, sure and making things interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no shortage. Sam of- did see Mighty Ducks, by the way, because we were talking about well, Mighty good. Ducks and how they have a TV series off of that now, which is really good on the Disney app. Uh, Mighty Ducks Game Changers. 
one other thing. Mm-hmm. I vented about this in the first segment of the show. I don't really have a topic question for it, just venting. I just want to get your thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Does it bother you that Boonholzer does not have an extension and he won a championship? Does it bother you that LaFleur's had two NFC championships, went through all this crap with Rodgers? His deal, I think, I think I saw uh, that his deal is going to be up after next season. So he's got essentially two more years left on his deal, and then he's got to take over for Jordan Love. Because I don't remember ever, and maybe you do, ever having a conversation of, boy, I can't believe they haven't extended Craig Council yet. I remember saying it about David Cerns and saying, how haven't they made him president of baseball operations, pay the man. remember doing that. But I don't ever remember getting to a lame duck year with Council going, I can't believe he doesn't have a long-term deal. Is it a lame duck year for Bud? Is this his last year on the contract? And do, think... we, and do we know for sure he hasn't gotten a new deal? We don't. Because they, they don't always announce that with coaches or front office people. You're correct. They, they haven't. I don't see any reason why you wouldn't have announced this at this point. You just won a championship. What is there to hide? I mean, I understand if you did the deal, the extension, you know, last offseason coming off of losing in the second actually, round. You know what? We just played a clip of him from the Zach Lowe show where he said he'd like a he'd like a twenty year deal to stay with the with the Milwaukee Bucks. So that that indicates that he hasn't gotten an extension yet. I mean no, I mean it it doesn't bother me, but uh and and honestly I I I'm not a bud guy. I don't think it's gonna take very much longer. But I think it'll they, happen soon. You can't go into the season with him not having an extension. I, I'm just telling you right now, season starts what, October seventeenth, nineteenth he cannot start the season without an extension. Like, we're a month in. This should have been done by now. Like, it literally should have been the next day. But let's hammer out a deal. Let's get together the next couple of weeks, get this all done, and then you can go on your vacation, relax, knowing you're in Milwaukee for the next four years or whatever the case may be. I think you give him two years on top of whatever he's got. So that way he gets three years and he's all set. Leroy wants to give him an extension through Giannis's whole contract. I don't think I'm that into mm, Bud. Nah. I don't think I want to go that far. Nah. But he definitely deserves something. Sure. Two more years. If he has one more year left on his deal, two more years added on to that. I think I think a championship buys you three years of and credibility. LaFleur has done enough to show that he deserves to have a portion of this Jordan Love run when it gets going. So for me, it's Well, he already does. He'll be for, here next year. We'll see. So meaning Rodgers or Jordan Love. I we'll we'll see who's here next year. We'll see. Oh, it's gonna be Jordan Love, dude. What happens if they win the Super Bowl? It's going to be Jordan Love. They're going to trade Aaron Rodgers after they win the Super Bowl. It's going to be Jordan Love. Mm. Yeah. That's going to be horrible if that happens. Horrible. If they trade him after they win the Super Bowl, it's over. I mean, people are going to lose their minds. You think people were mad this summer? They won a Super Bowl in January and then trade him? Uh, it, it, Oh yeah, I don't even want to think about that. Now they lose the title. If they lose the title game, then Rodgers can go. Hey, look, I freed up ten million dollars. You didn't hardly use any of it. Well, people will just blame Aaron Rodgers and he's a crybaby diva. Well, regardless of that's fact or not, if he wins a Super Bowl, you can't trade him. Oh, he gone. I, I, I don't is, think so. This is the last hurrah. Last dance? The last dance. Mm -hmm. But those pictures meant nothing if you talked to Rodgers and Devontae Adams. It didn't mean anything. All right, coming up next is the Rami show. Enjoy your rest of your afternoon with Rami. And uh sorry. Did Sam. you give me a movie? That you get judged for? No. What's what's a movie that you I, get oh, judged I did, for? Oh, yeah, yeah, you said The Godfather. Yeah, okay, I didn't sorry. see the whole trilogy. Sorry for a clumsy ending. I saw talk. only one of them. Bye. Yeah. Toodles. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.